0: Praise the Lord, everybody. Happy to be here with all of you fine folks tonight. Uh, been evangelizing several years now. and uh, At the, the first year of our evangelizing, uh, early one morning in the church with the pastor, I was young and green, uh, a little bit less green now. About a few more miles on me. He took me in the office at 6 a.m. It's not good when the pastor takes you in the office that early. He said, He said, Sit down, son. I said, Yes, sir. I sat down. He said, You are mistreating my people. I said, Please forgive me. I am so sorry. I said, Help me fix it. He said, you are making them stand for 10 to 15 minutes during your preliminaries. I said, I, I'm sorry. And I learned a great lesson. Sometimes the extremities of the saints don't work as well as the preachers. You may be seated. That's all right. I'm called to stand. Amen. But thank God for the saints who are standing. Amen. Thank you. Amen. What a, what a phenomenal meeting this has already been. The presence of the Lord has been so rich in every service anybody thankful that pastor spell and life tabernacle took up the burden to fulfill this need why don't we give all of them they have worked tirelessly all of the volunteers from other churches i think that's an honor seated i want to take a few moments and give honor to whom honor is due Uh, i want to say publicly how much i appreciate the conviction and the truth that our dear friend brother spell has stood for we love you we honor you we thank god for you Come on, the Word of God said that there was going to come a day when there was a famine for the Word of God. But as long as you're connected to men like this, they're going to be putting bread on the table. Every service. Anybody thankful for the pastor and the man of God that's in your life? Do you mean it? but I wonder if you'd give God some glory right now. Come on, is this a one God? Jesus' name. Apostolic. Stop talking. I hadn't seen any holy rolling just yet. you ought to reach over and just shake your neighbor and stir them up a little bit. Don't hurt them. Don't hurt them. Praise God. Praise God. Y'all need to calm down. To act civilized. But I am going to preach. I don't care how much you shout. Man, how do you enjoy this Music. Y'all are ruining my reputation. Please be seated. Man. Uh, we give honor to Holy Ghost Radio. We love you, Brother Hoffer. Aren't you thankful for this man and his burden? Amen. And everybody else that's making this gospel preaching worldwide tonight thank god amen. amen i would be remiss if i did not give honor to some of the most special people in my life and uh, i give honor to my pastor amen. pastor tim merritt pineville louisiana this is this man is true blue get a real man of God, you better hold on to him. Amen. And, uh, my pastor gave me my most beautiful wonderful godly Proverbs 31 wife. I Thank God I give honor to my wife. She's beautiful. She's prettier now. She's given me four gorgeous children she's prettier now than she's ever been amen see when you love somebody you're committed to them Yes, sir. so i give honor to them have some family members our home church is here tonight i love all of you and uh, many of you i've been in services with some of you don't know me You're looking at a revivalist from the top of his head to the sole of his feet. And man, I appreciate all this preaching this week. How many's been thankful for the fresh hot word? You've been getting every service. Come on, it's meetings like this that transform young people, transform souls into world changers so I want to turn your attention to the word of God by the way that last song y'all sing that is my one of my all time favorites and I could have shouted with you all night long on that one but my pastor taught me we're begotten by the word of God so we're going to preach tonight amen. we may sing it again in a little while right. amen yeah. Man, turn to your Old Testament Proverbs chapter 28 man I feel good in here tonight yeah, amen. amen free flow of the Holy Ghost yeah. amen many friends and close associates here and in. I love every one of you. I love the church. Amen. Proverbs chapter 28, verse number 13. He that covereth his sins shall not prosper, but whoso confesseth and forsaketh them shall have mercy. Happy is the man that feareth always. But he that hardeneth his heart shall fall into mischief. I'll read one more verse of scripture from your New Testament. You don't have to turn there if you don't like. 1 John chapter 1 and verse 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us From all unrighteousness. As I heard the preaching and enjoyed every minute. The preachers would step all around what I felt. And uh, some of them got real, real close to some of it. But thank God I got some leftovers. Uh Uh-huh. But I feel like it's enough left over for some miracles tonight. In fact, I know so. Amen. I'm going to give you my title in just a few moments. But right now we're going to exercise our liberty. And we're fixing to lift up our voice. And we're going to cry out in faith. I need some mamas. I need some grandmothers. I need some patriarch grandfathers. I need some young people that have got a burden. I need some pastors and youth leaders. To cry out in the next few moments. As if tonight was our last chance to get everybody through. We don't want to face that sometimes, but it's a reality. We don't know when the Lord's going to take us out. How many of you are ready to exercise your liberty and cry out with every fiber of your being? In Jesus' name, I want you to pray right now. God, would you reach every soul in this building? God, every soul listening and tuned in. God, I need more Come on, I, I I need some more urgency. Come on, lift up your voice with power huh? and authority. Come on, Come on, I wish you'd reach like tonight was your last light. Come on, come on from the depths of your soul. Come on, somebody bring it. To, come on from your toes right now. God Give us the breakthrough. Come on, we're not leaving here. Come on, God's starting to hear right now. Come on, if you really believe it, I wish you'd give God a high praise. Come on, praise Him in advance. God bless you, you may be seated. I didn't forget my title. I'm going to share it with you in just a little while. is the greatest obstacle between God and His most favorable creation. God loves every soul in this building tonight. God's got a plan for your life. You didn't get here by accident I don't have time to elaborate on that, but you're here by divine orchestration from God. In fact, why don't you just make up your mind that tonight I'm not leaving until I get everything God ordained for me to have. Come on, I still feel something needs to break. Under the surface. And with the help of the Holy Ghost. Come on in a congregation. Push it in the spirit. We shall. We shall. Listen, I'm, I'm going to try to move as quickly as possible. Because we got a lot of ground to cover. But several months ago in the midst of this crisis that we're all facing was in my daily Bible reading, my devotion time. And I came upon this passage of scripture that I read for our text tonight. And it reached up off the page and grabbed the hold of my heart. The scripture says, in the words of the Proverbs, he said, He that covereth his sins shall not prosper. That is a definitive statement. There is is no way around that. It is thus and so. And so, I begin to dig a little deeper. See, when you fall in love with the Word of God, just reading it doesn't do the trick. Because my Bible says, study to show thyself approved unto God. A workman man needeth not to be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. Man, And so I began to look at this word covereth. It means to cover for secrecy. To conceal. To flee. To hide. When you look and examine the text a little bit closer. It is very apparent but the opposite idea to covering sin is confessing and forsaking your sin. He that chooses to cover his sins for the sake of secrecy, to sweep his sin under the rug, he who flees from the convicting hand of God Those who choose to spurn and push away the call of God upon their life shall not prosper. Romans 11 and 29 says for the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. That means when God extends his divine hand down to earth and lays it upon your soul, there's no way you can ever retract the hand of God that's been put on your life. I'm preaching to some God called young people tonight. I'm preaching to some souls that have journeyed here tonight and you're still looking for your calling. But I've got good news for you tonight. God has your answer in this house. Hallelujah. Let me elaborate for just a moment about the call of God on your life. When God calls you, He does not have to repent. For calling you. You must repent. To obey the call of God on your life. I'm after some folks here tonight. The preachers have ministered to the majority of the congregation but maybe there's still some, some some of those here tonight that you have not yet surrendered to the heavy hand and the calling and I'm here to reach uh, on behalf of God Almighty for those that when God calls you and you accept the call You will stand when nobody else in your youth group stands. When nobody else in your family chooses to live right. You will stand with posture ramrod straight. And you will live for God no matter the child. No matter what's going on. Be sitting for a moment. I'm reaching uh, for the world changers tonight. I pray God uh, that all of you want to be. It's time to quit running. I have observed some of you in these altars this week, I have prayed with some of you. God just made the burn more intense. Yeah. You pray. And you feel the hand of God. And some of you cry and speak your tongues a little bit. And you know when to dance. And you know when to shout amen. <laughs> but you're never, ever going to be happy or prosper as long as you're running. From the divine hand of almighty God on your life. Until you're fulfilling what God designed for you to do, you're never gonna feel the peace and the power and the prosperity and the anointing and the glory. You're never gonna experience the miracles you were designed to receive. But I dare somebody to say tonight, I'm shaking off the yoke of peer pressure, I'm shaking off the yoke of fear. We hear all of this talk about if you just give a little something in the offering, a seed offering, God's gonna bless your finances. He will. But we're not here at an auction show, we're in the house of Almighty God. We stand on holy ground. So tonight, I believe, according to the word of God, we're going we're gonna to absolutely annihilate that charismatic idea of name it and claim it. Blab it and grab it. Because God designed for the church to prosper no matter what's going on. God designed for the church uh, to overcome no matter what the hill. God designed for young people to have an anointing uh, that they'll stand uh, in the king's palace uh, when everybody else is bowing uh, to the music of the world. I'm building a foundation, so just relax. You're doing good. And so what is the true biblical meaning of prosperity? What what is it? We hear all this terminology. Everything's perfect. Come on, you live for God and all your troubles are going to go away. You're going to be okay. It's It's just a sweet, warm, cozy feeling. I thank God for the Holy Ghost and the power you feel. But the truth is... A man born of a woman is a few days and full of trouble. But trouble was designed for those who are lined up with God to overcome. Uh, So what does it mean? Let's take a journey for a few minutes. Prosper in our text tonight. He that covereth his sins shall not prosper. Prosper here means to push forward. It means to break out. It means to advance. So as long as you choose to hold on to your sin. As long as you choose to believe the lie of hell, that you're going to be bound with that addiction. As long as you believe what hell said about your family and how he defines what you'll be, you will never prosper and push forward. You will never advance. Y'all not going to help me. It's all right. I'm going to preach anyhow. So tonight, I want to preach on this thought. Prospering through failure. You're jumping and you're dancing and you're running the aisles. But some of you, you don't even like to go to sleep at night because of the torment that hell brings in your bedroom at night. Some of you stay up late in the midnight hour. And you're glued to a piece of technology. And it's twisting and warping and perverting your mind and your spirit. And you come to camp meeting. Come on, and you got your mind made up. This is the night I'm going to break through. This is the night I'm going to shed my addiction. This is the night I'm going to get through. I'm tired of popping these pills. Come on, I'm tired of slipping around. I'm tired of fornicating. I feel so dirty. I feel so vile. I'm tired of feeling like a dirty dog. Every time I go to church, I, I dance and shout and I cry. And I still can't get free. I still can't it. I go for a few days and then it's back on me. I don't want to talk about it because there's too much shame connected to it. I don't really want to talk about it to my youth pastor. I don't really want to talk about who's private messaging me on the internet. But tell me how beautiful I am, how wonderful I am, not knowing it's a predator. I'm talking about, I'm preaching at America's youth conference uh, and it's worse than the coronavirus, it's the pandemic uh, that's got a hold uh, of young people who got potential to change the world Uh, but until you shake, uh, until you shake off uh, the clutches of hell we will not have victory, Uh, we won't go forward come on in. come on in. you you go to church and it gets better for a little while come on but then you fail one more time and you say I'm not going to do I'm not going to get involved in that I'm not going with them anymore then all of a sudden that old nasty spirit gets on you and you you the reality is hell doesn't want you to know that everybody struggles with failure everybody's got things that unless we have the Holy Ghost helping us we would all be burning in hell come on we're all flesh. We all struggle. It's not an excuse to sin. But baby, it's an excuse to overcome. Because greater, greater is He. Yeah. And it's so- you get prayed through and you're feeling faith. Something happens and all of a sudden those old fearful thoughts and you get ready to step up to kill your giant. Let me, let me give you a little bit of news slash here. God wants you to conquer your giants so you can help somebody else conquer their giants. But I'm here to tell you there's hope, there's hope, there's hope in the blood of Jesus Christ. There's power in the blood. Come on, I wonder if there's anybody that knows. There's power. Come on, I hope something's starting to well up on the inside of you. Come on, some of you that need victory. Come on, there's some of you that haven't broke yet. Come on, clap your hands to the Lord. Give the Lord some... So true prosperity is not some pie in the sky, goofy idea. True prosperity is going forward in Christ Jesus. True prosperity is conquering the territory and the land God gave you to have. True prosperity is overcoming struggles, going through valleys. True prosperity is not just a new car, but a car to bring people to church in. True prosperity is moving forward. And leaving behind the things that once held you. So if if I never confront my sin like Jesus did on Calvary, and I never die out to myself, I'll never have the victory in resurrection power that he ordained for me to have so let's talk about repentance what are the components of true repentance I know you're getting with me but I know this is not much of a shouting message this word confesseth it's a Hebrew word Called Yada literally means to hold out the hand, especially to revere or worship with extended hands, to give thanks to Lord, to praise, to confess the name of God, to confess sin, to give thanks. The reason why repentance. Is fought so hard. And I'm an evangelist. So I'm preaching what I what I live. The reason why repentance is such a dying message is because our world doesn't want to die out to anything any longer. But as I begin to look at that word Yada, many times, Brother Clark, it's interpreted as praise. And I know this is gonna surprise some of you. But the greatest thing God loves to see is to see a soul that's struggling and bow. Come running to an altar of repentance and raise their hands and say, God, without you, I'm a sinner. I need a Savior. I'm bound. Come on, I need to be set free. I wonder, is there anybody that could confess tonight if it was not for Jesus? I don't know where I'm. Come on, I'm sick of the world making repentance a nasty, foul word. Repentance is my way to prosper. Come on, repentance is my way to get my failure straightened out. Don't take my altar away from me. True confession means you don't cut corners with God you just own up to it and say God I'm a sinner that's why sometimes when we come to church and just like our text said he that hardness shall fall harden his heart shall fall into mischief uh, sometimes a rage sinner walks into our building come on and they hear a message about repent of sin and they say wow I'm a sinner and they come running right to an altar, and they get delivered. And sometimes we struggle service after service, but if we confess that without you I can do nothing, I know it's not popular. But I don't care. You see, when a soul repents the spirit realm takes notice of it. It's in a spiritual, it's a spiritual event. Luke 15 and 10, the words of Jesus Christ. He said, Likewise I say unto you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repenteth I said, why? Why is it such a big deal? They ain't even got the Holy Ghost yet. Because true repentance is rooted in the idea of changing your direction. And so when the angels are looking down, come on, they're not just looking for somebody speaking in tongues. They want to see somebody turning away from their sin. I'm not going back. I'm going forward. Come on, somebody's turning around tonight. Somebody's coming out. Come on, somebody's getting loose. I'm not going back. I didn't come to wow you with oratory. I came to reach. The angels realize that when somebody truly changes their direction, they're coming over on the Lord's side. The second component of true repentance, slightly different than the first, because the first is you talking the talk. I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you because somebody preached it hot to me. And until you repent and you be business, you're not going to break through like you want to break through. The second, the second component is to forsake your shit. Forsaking means to leave behind you. That means if you're going to leave something behind you, you must go forward. We got to keep preaching this message because young people want to hear the truth. I'm hold your applause for just a minute. I appreciate you being up here. Forsake also means to abandon. Tonight, I'm leaving every devil that's been tormenting me, that's been condemning me, that's been holding me hostage to things in my past. Come on, I know you failed. But so has everybody else. But in Jesus' name, by his blood, I'm coming through. I'm going to prosper through my failure. I'm coming. No, 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 no. Come on, somebody's starting to feel the faith and the confidence that God loves me no matter what I've been through. And tonight, the shackle, the shackles are coming off. Come on, the chains are gonna break. Come on, tonight. We're going to make a turn. In fact, we're going to make a U-turn. Because when you make that turn, you leave darkness behind. And you step into the light of the glory of His plan for your life. You say, what if, what if God doesn't hear me when I truly turn away? What if God doesn't listen to my prayer? Tonight, if you just simply do what the Word says, and you confess I'm struggling. But tonight, I'm leaving it behind me. Because God's got a future for me that no devil in hell can keep me back from when I get my mind made up. I I am going forward. See as soon as I get some young people to make up their mind uh, Tonight uh, I'm going forward uh, I'm leaving it behind me uh, No longer will I hold on to what used to hold me i have let go uh, It's coming off uh, Come on, I'm breaking through uh, I'm going over How about the rest of you in the back of the building Come on, do you believe what we're preaching tonight Come on, I can't hear you just yet we so desperately need in this hour. We need young people who not, will not allow the enemy to hold them hostage when we need them fighting on the front lines in this battle. I'm tired. I'm sick and tired of watching some of the most precious say you're being negative tonight. I'm preaching the negative so we can have the positive. I'm sick of watching young people who've been groomed from birth for greatness in the kingdom of God and watching them get sidetracked tied up bound up come on you got them in your youth group tonight but tonight they've got to come out Come on, something's got to be called almost shots. Come on, it's got to break. (laughs) The scripture makes a very perplexing statement. It says, Esau have I hated. And Jacob have I loved. They were twins. They were born within a few minutes of each other. They grew up in the same house. They grew up here in the same preaching. They grew up with the same preacher. The same pastor. The Holy Ghost spoke to me about a month and a half ago. And I can take it to the spot where He talked to me. He said, Preach to everybody else's children the same way you want somebody else to preach to your children. So I'm not preaching. I'm not just preaching for my generation. I'm preaching for the generation coming after me. All I'm preaching will be for mine. If somebody doesn't take the baton and run with it and go forward. The problem with Esau. Is that Esau live for carnal pleasure we're living in a me generation selfie selfie me, me, me that's why suicide is up come on, that's why struggle, come on, beyond your imagination, that's why violence and gangs When you live for yourself it never ends in joy and happiness. Esau young man was full of himself. He didn't want to listen to his pastor and his youth pastor and his mom and his dad because he was too smart All he wanted was to have a good little feeling on Friday night. A little bit of pleasure. Not knowing the life of heartache and sugar and rejection and destruction and fear and depression. awaits those who choose. Not to give themselves up and deny themselves. Esau sold his birthright. It was the blessing, the inherited blessing that he was given for being born in the house of a man of God. say, why is that so important? When you study Hebrews chapter 12. It starts off talking about looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. You've got to have your direction right. Well, you've got to have it right. But to have it right, you've got to lay aside every weight and the sin. It does so easily beset us. But you read on down through there. And it begins to talk about sons. And the way God loves his sons. And the sons that he loves. Uh, he corrects and he chastens them. I don't like all the correction dad. I'm trying to keep somebody out of prison tonight. Oh, I know that's way far off out of your mind. I'm trying to keep somebody out of a broken marriage because you wouldn't listen to your man of God. Esau... Had no ambition to go forward with God. He was just concerned about finding his own way. And when he sold his spiritual blessing out. For a morsel of meat. Don't sell out the grand purpose and blessing of God on your life for a few minutes of pleasure don't sell out this one God message for some little position on somebody else's platform in a church that doesn't preach truth because you don't want to get right don't sell out Lift your hands and love it right now. Ikala Ikala Alright, listen to me for a few more minutes. I'm going to try to wrap this up. When Esau realized that Jacob really did take his birthright, Esau became angry and bitter. Jacob was a supplanter, Jacob was a deceiver. He was not without fault, he was not without struggle. He was not without defeat in his life. But Jacob wanted to go forward with God more than he wanted an extra meal with the young people. choose to forsake your sin and go forward with God and your man of God I said God why was this such a bad deal with Esau and Jacob we know it's the blessing we know, we, know, we know all those things. We, we, most of us have grown up in church. Some of you have been here just a short while. But you, most of you heard on preaching on Jacob and Esau. But when Esau let a root of bitterness, which is in Hebrews chapter 12, get in him over something he got passed over for. Come on, over something he, he thought was his. But it wasn't his. Uh-huh. It wasn't his because he was selling out for carnal pleasure. Come on, I'm sick of sellouts. I'm looking for some overcomers tonight. Come on, I'm looking for some overcomers and say, I refuse. Jacob and Esau both suffered and struggled with failures in their life. But Jacob chose to obey his pastor. Because when it came time to marry, his daddy set him down, who was also his pastor, and said, I want you to go to your mama's family, and I want you to get a wife there, so that we can keep the blessings flowing. Those who choose to marry outside the faith, He called because he saw God bitter. As soon as he saw that Jacob obeyed his father, he went down to Canaan and got him a sinner. Oh, I know we're on. I know we're on live streaming. But when you choose to live for yourself, you open yourself up to bitterness. Come on! And When the man of God is trying to help you get back on track, come on! When the preacher's trying to get you turned around so you can prosper, come on! Bitterness will pull you out. Come on! It'll make it'll make a fornicator out of you. Come on! But I. Come on, it's time to quit shelling out the blessings and the favor when God wants to bless us abundantly. When Esau left the church, when he left the constraints and the protection of the house of God and His people. And went down and got married into the world. The Bible says it sorely displeased His mother and His father. It was almost like He did it to hurt those that had loved Him and raised Him. I'm not here to tear anybody down tonight. But I'm here to pull you out to, and say don't do it. I know, I know we've been shouting all week long. But Jacob, who fell time after time again, one night while he was on his way to do what he was told to do, God met with him in a desert place all by himself. And he had a dream. And the dream, he saw all kind of wonderful things going from heaven to earth. And when he got out of the dream, he said, <laughs> He said, God, forgive me. I was in the house of God and I knew it not. See, when you obey, you step into places where divine destiny is loosed in your life. But Jacob went on living for God. Esau went his way. His daddy still blessed him because God still loves you no matter what you do. God still loves you no matter what you choose to do. God still blessed Esau. But years later after God had given him a family, the Bible says that the Lord spoke to him. He said, arise and go back to Bethel. Go back to the place where I called you. Back to that God moment. At America's Youth Conference. Many of us are here and we love the shout and we love the dance and we love the feeling. But God wants you to have more than just a fleeting feeling. He wants to put this truth so deep in you. Come on, that you can fulfill your destiny. No matter what's coming at you. No matter what's coming towards you. No matter who's fallen, Come on, we shall stand. We shall overcome. So Jacob... Shows up at Bethel. And God tells him to build an altar. And when he built the altar, he renamed it El Bethel. Because this time, he had spent enough time building a relationship with God. That now he knew who the God of the house was. things. Take time young people. Come on, it's time that we make up our mind. I'm here for the long haul. I'm not backing down. I'm not selling out. Come on, I'm not going back. I'm going forward. I refuse to sell what God designed for me to have. But the bitterness is over what Esau lost haunted him and the Bible says when he came back to get his birthright and he couldn't get it although he sought it carefully with tears he found no place of repentance he found no place to turn around and make his relationship right with God I pray God tonight that the spirit of Jacob will lay hold of the hearts of every young person in this house. And you say, I'm going forward no matter what anybody says. No matter what anybody does. No matter how many times I fall down, I'm getting back up. I know you're not clapping, it's alright. Just hold on, just a few more minutes. I'm almost done. Sometimes tragic things happen. And great failure takes a hold for the lives of young people and adults alike. King David, who conquered Goliath, who conquers so many things in his life? God hit when he should have been outward. Yeah. He fell into adultery. Yeah. It was a failure so demoralizing that many people never overcome it. Right. But when the preacher came to preach. To David. He listened to what the preacher said. And when the preacher said, You're the man that committed the sin. He fell on his face. And began to pray the most beautiful prayer of repentance. It's recorded in Psalm 51. He said, Create in me a clean heart, O God. And renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence. And take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me. The joy. Of thy salvation. And uphold me. With thy free spirit. But God's not through with you. Just because you failed. David kept on writing and kept on praying. He said, Lord, if you'll forgive me, then will I teach transgressors thy ways and sinners shall be converted unto thee. Come on tonight. We're fixing to lay down the things that have been plaguing some of us, maybe many of us. Come on, and tonight, we're not going to have a pity party. We are going to go forward, and we're going to go back. Come on, free in the Holy Ghost. Come on, and we're going to win souls in our city. Hey, hey. Don't tell me you can't have revival. Come on in the midst of coronavirus. uh, Come on. We've been seeing five and six and seven. Get the Holy Ghost. uh, Come on in almost every service. uh, Come on. God is a miracle worker. Jesus had died and given up the ghost. They had buried him. And the apostles, God's called individuals, God's called men, were hiding in a house in Galilee. People were coming in with accounts that Jesus Christ has risen. And they didn't believe it because their world had fallen in around them the structure of their life had collapsed on them the man they followed was gone and the world that they knew had collapsed in utter disrepair seemingly the Bible says that after those accounts came in and they didn't believe Jesus walked through their walls of fear And he stepped into their world. Fear has gripped our world. Like I've never seen before in my young time. They were hiding for fear. But the Bible says, when Jesus showed up, he upbraided them for their hardness of heart and their unbelief. Because when Jesus shows up. He don't have time for unbelief and fear. But when he showed up when the little girl was dead. He told those that didn't believe to get out. And when Jesus showed up. He corrected them because he loved them. But he didn't let them stay there. As soon as he got through fixing their issue, he said, it's time to go forward. And this is what he told them. He said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils They shall speak with new tongues They shall take up serpents And if they drink any deadly thing It shall not hurt them They shall lay hands on the sick And they shall recover We're fixing to pray. But tonight, the demonic strongholds holding young people that are destined for greatness in the kingdom of God are fixing a break. And they're going to fall off tonight. No, no, no. I'm talking about where it goes way down deep into your soul. Come on. Where where generational curses uh, are broken out. Come on. Come on. Just because your daddy uh, was an alcoholic uh, doesn't mean you're ever going to be an alcoholic. Just because your mama was a woman of ill repute. Come on. God has greater things in store for the children of the Most High God. Come on. This is what we're fixing to do. Reach over and grab somebody right now. Get, Get a hold of their hand. Come on, we're not trying to get Shy. Come on, I know I've exposed some things tonight. I know we don't want to talk about it. So since it's an invisible issue, we're going to pray to the invisible one true God. And He's going to do a work in your heart. When I give you the word, I want you to begin to lift your voice. Come on, and we're going to pray until every stronghold is broken. No, no, no! It shall be broken. Come on, are you ready? Lift your voice right now. Come on! I pray against every foul, nasty, ungodly. God, I bind and I rebuke every nasty, foul spirit of hell, devil. You can't hold. Come on, lift your voice and pray. He called, "No, no, no, He no, 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 told, "No, no, 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 Come on, lift your. He "No, no, 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 Come on, come on, push. Huh? Come on, come on. I preach tonight. Huh? Come on, true prosperity is pushing forward. Huh? Come on, lift your. He called, "No, no, he called, no, no 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 Come on, babusha! Come on, daddies. Come on, grandfathers! Called, no, 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 no. Come on, lift your voice! Come on, all the way in the back! Come on, all the sides! Come on, all over this sanctuary! la Come on, I need some Babas and Daddies. Come on, I need some youth pastors to pray with fairness. Come on, push la la Come on, call all the name. <laughs> come on, I'm starting to feel something. I'm starting to feel some things break. No, 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 no. Come on. Come on, I prophesy tonight. Come on. Many souls. Not only will get deliverance. Come on, but new souls shall be born into the kingdom. He "La la 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 Come on, I'm starting to feel, He la <laughs> la la Come on, lift <lips> your up- voice, "La <laughs> la la Come on. Come on push Come on Come on push Push Come on Come on son Come on when you push Something's going to be delivered Come on preachers obey the Holy Ghost Come on Come on, he that confession and forsaketh. Come on, come on, we're letting it go tonight. Come on, we're laying it down tonight. Come on, I feel it starting to surge. Come on, devil, in the name of Jesus, you loose those souls in this building. Come on, come on, come on! Come on! ha 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 Come on. If you can find your children, yourле... Huh? Come on, if you can't pray for somebody else's he Come on, we're starting to hear our shot. Come on, come on, lift your voice. Come on, come on, you're gonna walk. Yeah, yeah, Come on, this failure will not define me. Come on, push. Come on, I see young people crying out to God. Come on, moms and dads. Lift your voice. Come on, if you need to press in, come on, press in. Come on, Come on, true repentance. Come on, give true deliverance. Come on! Pull him out of the fire! Pull him out of the fire! Come on, it's heaven and hell! Ya la 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 yo yo Come on, preachers. Come on, preachers. Let's, let's, come on. Come on, let's bind together right now. Come on. Come on, I'm starting to feel the push. Come on, I'm starting to feel the push. Come on, I'm starting to feel the break. Come on, break. Come on I refuse. To be defined uh, as a sinner. Huh? Come on. I will be a saint uh, by the blood. Uh, saint the blood of Jesus uh, is against you. Huh? Come on. Go. 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 Come on, keep pushing. Come on, those of you in the back if you can, stretch your hand out. Come on, come on, this is spiritual warfare right now. Come on, Come on, we are going forward. No, 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 no. Come on. We're not losing. Come on. I'm starting to see what I felt in the Holy Ghost. Come on. I'm starting to see some young people go so deep, they're starting to get drunk in the Holy Ghost. Come on, Satan. You can't hold a child of God that's repentant. There's no devil in hell that can hold you. Come on, come on. Come on, preacher. Come on, those of you that know what's going on in your church. Come on, lay hands on them. Take authority. Push this a little further. Come on, come on. I'm not staying here. I'm leaving it behind me tonight. I'm not staying here. Come on, I'm going forward. Come on, God's got bigger things ahead. Come on, come on. Just a little bit further. Come on. Everybody, all at the same time, lift your voice. Go! Break out! Come on. Come on, we're fixing to shift gears right now. I feel it's starting to shift in the name of Jesus. Go, go. what you threw off of you in Jesus' name. What you let go of. We're fixing to stomp on it in Jesus' name. Come on. Come on. We're making a turn right now. Yeah, la, la, la. Let it stop me! I'm going power. Yeah, Come on, surrender to the power of the Holy Ghost. Lift your hands right now. Come on in a sign of complete surrender. Come on. He's fixing to fill the house with his glory. Some people that say, "I'm not living this way. I'm going forward. Come on, God's got bigger things on the horizon for me. Come on, we're fixing to give the signal. Come on, and you're fixing to worship. Come on, because you let go, you're going to lose yourself in the name of Jesus." Come on, we got one start to get the Holy Ghost. We got those start to get delivered. Come on right now, yes. Yana, Yana, Breakthrough Yana, 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 Yeah